you Disney fans, looking for the latest Disney news and interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars. And we got the podcast for you. Welcome to D23 Inside Disney. I'm Tony from Good Morning America. I'm Jeffrey from D23. And I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And together we are taking you Inside Disney. Hello. Hey, friends. What's going on? I'm still reeling from the WandaVision finale. How about you, Tony? I am really emotional now that you have brought it up. I was waiting for this moment. So much was answered, and I still have so many questions. But (laughs) I can't believe this season is over already. Right? I just feel like they keep opening these new doors, and I just, like, I can't wait to walk through them. I'm like, come on. Thank goodness the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is coming up very soon. We have such a Disney Plus Marvel treat in the next few months. I'm really, really excited. That's true. Indeed. You watching anything else, Tony? Onward this weekend. You know, just <gasps> Yay! I know. It's just such a sweet like little movie. And I had my own little, not as cool bubble crew as Jeffrey has, but my little bubble crew <laughs> got together and watched Onward on Disney Plus, And it was quite a treat. Oh my Aww. gosh, how fun. I can't believe it's been a year since that movie came out. I know. That was the last movie I saw in theaters. Oh my god, <laughs> the last movie most people who saw movies saw in theaters. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And Sherry, what about you? You know, I hear that you're moving on up. I am moving on up quite literally. I moved apartments <laughs> to Ooh. a different floor, same building. Huge move. I'm getting used to the altitude. You know, it's it's a huge change for me. But I did have some Disney stuff to talk about. Jeffrey, I know you love the Bowers Museum in Orange County. I discovered my own museum in my move. I'm calling it the Museum of Sherry's Time at Disney. I had a whole corner in my old closet, aka recording studio, of all of my Disney paraphernalia, like old name badges, old IDs, some of my Disney college program. Like for you? (laughs) Yes. It was like memory lane, my Disney college program, like welcome brochures, all kinds of things, like Disney college program graduation photo, my graduation ears. Where has all the stuff been hiding? It was great. I also have way more Mickey ears than I thought I had. (laughs) Turns out my closet was like a bottomless pit of ears. (laughs) But yeah, they're all with me now in my new closet, new studio, old oh ears. <laughs> well, congrats. Thanks. Well, well, speaking of your time back at Disney World, coming up on the show, we have the fantastic, the f- funny, the fabulous, the friend, Dave Coombs, director of publicity Woo-hoo. for Walt Disney Yay. World. And he is spilling the tea on the 50th anniversary, the Flower and Garden Festival, Blizzard Beach, some huge Ratatouille news, all of that coming up later. So you don't want to miss that. On this coast, Disneyland, you know that California made some announcements mm-hmm. about the potential opening of our park here. Ken Potrock, president of Disneyland Resort, tweeted out a great statement talking about how encouraged he is and that we all are, that we have a path to go forward on reopening. So um, if you haven't seen that, you can go follow Disney Parks News Twitter and see the full statement on that. We'll keep our fingers crossed for a date soon. Can't wait. Back over to Walt Disney World because I just can't get enough. (laughs) Remy's Ratatouille Adventure has an opening date. Yay! Set to open at Epcot on October 1st of this year. That is right around the corner, guys. You know me. I'm already in holiday mode. So like October has come and I'm joining you there, Sherry. (laughs) 
<laughs> so it's opening on October 1st, which is, of course, in honor of Walt Disney World Resort's 50th anniversary. We talk with Dave later in the show all about the attraction, so don't miss that. But also on October 1st, there is going to be a delicious new restaurant in the France Pavilion called Le Cripperie de Paris, mm. offering both table and quick service options, sweet crepes, savory buckwheat galettes, and Jeffrey, authentic French hard cider. Oh my gosh. You should have <laughs> led with that one, Sherry. Amazing. <laughs> you know I got to lead with the crepes. For more on the transformation of Epcot and the world's most magical celebration, check out DisneyParksBlog.com. Woohoo! Man, a lot's going on at Epcot. Exciting. Mm -hmm. Question. Do yeah. either of you happen to speak whale? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Whale, I'm asking. <laughs> oh, oh, well played, Tony. <laughs> because Disney Plus just released a trailer for its upcoming original series, Secrets of the Whales. Wait a minute. Whale played, Tony. Thank you, well thank played. you, thank you. Oh. Was not planned at all. Um, so we're plunging deep into the epicenter of whale culture, you guys. It's going to be a four-part series. Coming from National Geographic, executive produced by the one and only James Cameron, and narrated wow. by, drumroll please, thank you, Sigourney Weaver. Hey. How cool is that? The yes. series took three years to film. All four episodes will be available to stream on Earth Day, woo -woo, April 22nd, <laughs> exclusively on Disney+. Plus. Really excited for this one. Well, and I love that you um, sort of threw it to the Do You Speak Whale? Because, of course, you know, that's from Nemo and Dory. And she mm -hmm. is the voice of the aquarium in Finding yes. Dory. Yes! Love that. Can she just narrate our lives? Please, sign me up. <laughs> That'd be incredible. And for the book lovers out there, National Geographic is also releasing a book entitled Secrets of the Whales. Releasing a few weeks before the series is on April 6th by Nat Geo explorer and photographer Brian scary who traveled to 24 uh -huh. locations to film for the series so a lot going on here if you don't speak whale you have some time <laughs> <laughs> secrets of the whales coming soon disney plus on earth day and a fantastic story by our own max lark in the new issue of disney 23 magazine on this as well with an interview with scary so very cool eureka I have some Disney Junior news. What? <laughs> yes. On a show called Eureka. <laughs> I think I'm a little bit older than the Disney Junior age demo, a hair, but I am into this series. <laughs> it sounds amazing. So it's an animated series about a young inventor living in prehistoric times, and it's set to debut later this year. So the title character, her name is Eureka. And she designs inventions in the hopes of making the world a better place and moving her prehistoric community into a more modern era. Oh, and she has a pet mammoth in this series named Murphy. So get ready for that. Of course she does. <laughs> I love it. What I think is super cool about this series is the level of research and expertise that went into the creation. So science educators who've worked at the California Science Center, Natural History Museum here in LA County, even the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy advised during the series development. So uh, true science in there. And engineering experts from Imagineering advised in the early development of Eureka's inventions. So yeah, it sounds incredible. 
Mm. Also, what's not to love about a pet mammoth? Hello. Yeah. Totally. I'm super Been there. In. I don't know if you guys saw, but on Disney Parks blog, they did a first look at the reimagined rooms of Disney's Polynesian Village Resort at Walt Disney World. Oh, yes. Ooh. They're beautiful. They've got this whole new color palette, which is inspired by the Pacific Ocean and all of its islands. And a lot of details, patterns, textures from Moana. Yes. So Sherry totally knows, and, and Tony, you will soon know that. I immediately then began scouring the photos for Hey Hey, because Hey Hey is my favorite character, <laughs> possibly of all time. Hey Hey is my spirit animal. And I found him. So <laughs> Hey Hey is for all of you co Hey Hey fans out there. First of all, please hit me up on the socials because we need to, I think, form a support group. But Hey Hey <laughs> is there. So. Oh my gosh, I see him. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> just like my laptop is so close to my face right now. Like, where oh. is he? Found him. <laughs> so the Polly is now actually accepting reservations for late July. And I cannot wait to see those rooms. Hopefully I will be able to get a reservation. Sounds awesome. Sign me up. But back on the West Coast with us, there's this beautiful mural. And our editor, Paul, actually mentioned that he saw it live and in person. This gorgeous artwork inspired by Raya and the Last Dragon. I've only seen photos of it. I hear it's even more beautiful in person. It's done by Xiaoxing Chen, an artist who was actually born and raised in Malaysia. And Mm. it is gorgeous. It's got all of our favorite characters from the movie, including Raya and Sisu and that whole band of those who take part in butt kickery. So... (laughs) (laughs) And you can actually also get the piece of artwork. It's available at the Wonderground Gallery. So if you love it that much, you can then find it there. That's awesome. Well, as we know, it is award season. Did I win? What did I win? (laughs) Your time will come. (laughs) (laughs) But... The Critics' Choice Awards honored an unpredictable year of film and TV, you guys, in a ceremony hosted by Tay Diggs. Ooh, as seen on Muppets Now. Yes, as seen on Muppets Now. Disney films and TV shows that came out on top with wins included Nomadland, Palm Springs, and Soul. Hamilton won the Critics' Choice for Best Movie Made for TV. Mm. And my girl Uzo Aduba won Best Supporting Actress in a limited series or a movie made for TV for Hulu's Mrs. America, which if you have not watched Mrs. America on Hulu, ooh, that is a show to watch. Let me tell oh, you. I heard ooh. it's amazing. Well, guys, you know what time it is? What time could tell it be? Tell us, tell us. It is time for five fantastic things to watch this weekend, courtesy of our friends at D23, the official Disney fan club. For complete details and full listings, visit D23.com. And Jeffrey, what do you have up first? Well, Jeffrey, <laughs> I have... No. Um, the Secrets of Sulphur Springs. We, I have talked about it time and time Ooh. again, and time is a very appropriate word, considering that is what the show deals with. The season finale, Friday, March 12th, 8 p.m. Pacific on Disney Channel. I've been loving this. I have been doing weekly downloads with my eight-year-old niece on this. So very excited. Very excited for that. And then also on Friday, something that I will not talk about with my eight-year-old niece, but something (laughs) I'm also very excited for, Marvel Studios Legends. The, The first episodes of this they did were focusing on Wanda and Vision in advance of WandaVision. These new episodes are now focusing on fan favorite characters from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So you can catch those also Friday, March 12th on Disney+. Plus. I have a new to Disney Plus alert over here. 
Oh. New Disney Plus on March 12th, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Oh. <laughs> it's a fantasy film directed by Tim Burton. Hello. Uh, written by Jane Goldman based on the novel by Ransom Riggs. So definitely adding this into my watch list. Been waiting for this to be on Disney Plus and it's finally here. nice well on saturday march 13th it is the one year anniversary of star girl so check that out on disney plus i know that means it's been a year since we had our pal graham versher on the podcast oh my gosh isn't that weird what is time i know i think we all need to go back and listen to that episode have those moments again with graham he was so funny yeah he was so great Okay, and then, of course, I've got some animal television for you all. Is, is there something wildly uncomfortable involved? Like, there is. Get, oh, yes. No. Brace yourself. Okay. <laughs> okay. Dr. Oakley, Yukon Vet season premiere is on Saturday, March 13th at 9 p.m. Eastern on Nat Geo Wild. Here's a rundown of some of the furry friends that you'll get to meet. A kitten, a wolverine, mm. a dog, a porcupine, three orphaned baby moose, oh. a Doberman, and a routine reindeer castration. What? Yep. Wow. There it is. Sounds like oh. an unforgettable season premiere, Cherry. <laughs> oh. oh dear. <laughs> I had to. Had to. Yeah. Someone had to. <laughs> now on to our guest today, who it will totally surprise no one. I met on a Disney cruise ten years ago this year. <laughs> Of course. (laughs) He is currently the director of public relations for Walt Disney World Resort, after we imported him from the UK where he worked for Disney for 10 years. Prior to joining Disney, he was a journalist, producer, director, voiceover actor, and he even spent a year working and touring with the Spice Girls. Please welcome to the show, Dave Coombs. Woohoo! Wow, what an introduction. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hi, Dave. Well, so many things to get into. First of all, thank you for spicing up our lives today. Spice Girls alone <laughs> will be an entire podcast, right, you guys? Yes, yes. absolutely love the Spice Girls. Oh, but until then, Dave, actually, you and I get to work together pretty often here at Disney. There's a lot of new and exciting things coming to Walt Disney World Resort, including the 50th anniversary, the, quote, happiest celebration on Earth, of course, which we announced on Good Morning America. We know the parks are all going to shine. First things first, what can you tell us about what's going down on October 1st and beyond? Yeah, I mean, it's such an exciting time. You know, five decades this resort will have been open, and it's so exciting to be part of it. So, yes, we're calling it the world's most magical celebration, and everything will kick off on 1st of October, as we said. Something I'm really excited to see, uh, what we're calling the Beacons of Magic. And these are the icons in each of the four theme parks. And at night, they're going to be totally transformed with a whole new kind of light and projection mixed treatment, which we showed just a hint of when we announced it the other day. But when people see it for real, you know, they are going to be blown away. Wow. Ooh, can't wait. Ooh. Well, also coming on October 1st, helping us kick off the huge celebration, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is going to be opening at Epcot. This is so exciting. Yes, we're opening the new attraction and, in fact, a whole new expansion to the France Pavilion at Epcot. So because I know that you happen to have visited Disneyland Paris once or twice in your life, what can you tell us? What are some of your favorite moments from the attraction? 
it's such a great attraction. I mean, it begins as soon, well, actually it begins before you walk into the attraction. First of all, the detail in the whole kind of plaza surrounding the attraction is amazing. It's like you're being in, like you're in Paris, but also it's also like you've stepped into a Pixar film and they use something called crookedology to actually make the architecture look like you're in an animation rather than real Paris, which is so cool. And then also as you enter the queue line, everything around you gets larger and larger and larger because as you ride the attraction, you have been shrunk to the size of a rat. And it's an incredible experience. It really is. And having been enjoyed the one in Paris, theirs looks great, but I have heard that some of the detail that you just described that was created just for Epcot, the crookedology, I hear it's just, you've got to see it to believe it. You really do. It's just incredible because you're looking at it. And as you walk into the, um, the area in Epcot, everything is so authentic. The glasswork over the sign and then the street signs themselves and the cobbles under your feet, everything's so truly Parisian. But then as you get into the plaza itself, you suddenly realize it feels like Pixar's Paris. It's a very, very clever illusion. So yeah, mm. something to enjoy. Also, once you're on the attraction and the ride vehicles look like rats, you're at that level and you've never seen the scenes from the movie from these angles before. Uh, and there's something really breathtaking about the scale and scope of the attraction as you kind of scurry around all the rooms. It really is uh, a treat to behold. Wow, Ooh, can't wait. Well, in more exciting Walt Disney World news, a taste of Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival just kicked off. What are your must-eat treats? Where can we get them? And how quickly can you ship them to me in California? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about shipping them. I haven't looked into that. But yeah, there's great new treats. We have a new outside kitchen called Sunshine Griddle. And if like me, you like breakfast and brunch, they're serving all day avocado toast. Oh. And grits. Yeah, absolutely oh. awesome. <laughs> I, I, I'm obsessed. I'm, okay. We're all losing our Shrimping minds right grits. now. This is incredible. <laughs> oh. And there's also a maple popcorn shake at one of the kitchens. Bloom, which is amazing. But also, if you head into World Showplace, which is the indoor area off World Showcase, where you will also um, hear the Epcot pianist playing, there's one of the kitchens called Festival Favorites, and they do a beef brisket, burnt end, and smoked pork belly slider. It's mm. it's amazing. So yes, definitely come and try the food at the festival. It's incredible. Wow, Ooh, I'm drooling. Yes, yes. Well, so we know there's great food. We know there are beautiful topiaries. What is something we may not know that is a part of this year's festival? Well, I think one of the wonderful things about the festivals at Epcot is the live music. Mm. And I mentioned the pianist in World Showplace, but also as you stroll around, we've got the Voices of Liberty singing live at the American Gardens Theatre. Mariachi Cobre will be singing and uh, playing live as well. And the Jamming Gardeners will be playing their rhythmic beats. So, you know, there's a lot of great live music. And then in addition, we also have some scavenger hunts as well. We've got two, Spike's Pollination Exploration and one that starts on March 19th called the Egg Stravaganza Scavenger Hunt. So lots to do as well as enjoying the topiaries, the gardens and the food. So take us through, Dave. What are some of your favorite things about the Flower Garden Festival? What are some of Dave's favorite things here? Dave's faves. Ooh, Ooh Dave's faves. <laughs> well, 
I love any kind of festival and being able to wander. I mean, the beautiful Florida sunshine, you know, limited time food offerings, which change regularly as our festivals evolve through the year. And also just having the special merchandise. This time we've got Orange Bird merchandise, Spike the Bee Uh merchandise. And also, and I know he's a real favorite, Figment has a whole sustainable range of merchandise this time. There's even things made from organic cotton, from bamboo, and repurposed paper. So just so many things to discover. And also Minnie Mouse has a new spring collection of apparel, headwear, and even garden accessories. So there's just so much about this festival to enjoy. And uh, speaking of figment, we actually, a couple of weeks ago, Dave Goals, Muppeteer extraordinaire, and also we learned the voice of figment. So yeah, very, very cool. Who knew? I didn't know until then. (laughs) It all comes back to Epcot. Truly. (laughs) And speaking of Epcot, also coming to Epcot is Harmonious. Now, we've seen the photos and the videos on the Parks blog. Those barges look huge. What can you share about the new nighttime spectacular extravaganza? Tell us, tell us, tell us. (laughs) It's such an exciting time for Epcot because we're obviously in this multi-year transformation of the park and harmonious As we've already said, it's going to be one of the largest nighttime spectaculars that a Disney park has ever created. So this is a wonderful project with Walt Disney Imagineering and Disney Parks Live Entertainment. As you said, we've seen already these huge barges that are moving out into World Showcase Lagoon. And these include LED panels, choreographed moving fountains, colorful lights, lasers, and of course, pyrotechnics. And we're at the really early stages of the development, so there's so much more to come. But even from what you can see so far, it's going to be such an exciting show. So yeah, we're all kind of holding our breath and waiting to learn more about it. But somebody described it as a beautifully crafted nighttime dreamscape. And it's such an exciting description. I can't wait to see and hear more about the show. I'm so excited for the music for this one, too, you guys. I know that everyone's been recording remotely, so I'm really excited for the music. Music nerd over here. Yeah, it's a really diverse cultural group of musicians and artists from truly all around the world as well. So, you know, this is going to be a show like no one's ever heard or seen before. Woo! Can't wait. Well, it's, I mean, basically it's springtime, which means it's basically summertime. Mm. And fittingly, Blizzard Beach just reopened. So tell us everything. Yeah, so exciting. Blizzard Beach, one of our water parks here at Walt Disney World, just reopened. So you can come and enjoy all the classic, you know, attractions at Blizzard Beach. Blizzard Beach, if you don't know, it's like a ski resort, but in the Florida sunshine. I know it sounds a little crazy, but it's a wonderful combination. And everything about it is themed to the Arctic, which is great. One of our Arctic expeditions, actually, which is one of the park's bars, has been completely reimagined with a beautiful terrace overlooking the wave pool. So you can grab a soft drink or a frozen cocktail, an adult beverage, and just enjoy, you know, the sights and sounds of the park, which is wonderful. Ooh, that sounds like a dream. Admittedly, one of my favorite things to do at Walt Disney World is the little mini golf right next to blizzard oh, beach oh the winter so, summer land yeah yes, yes. i love that oh my gosh so music nerd band nerd mini golf nerd over here <laughs> come to me uh, but i'm i'm back with another round of dave's faves over here <laughs> across all of walt disney world there's so much going on dave right now but break it down for us do you is there like a little known spot 
that Dave goes to at the resort that people should maybe consider going to or checking out on their next trip coming up? Oh, sure. I mean, being British, I do like fish and chips. I know it's kind of a cliche, but I didn't even realize how much I liked fish and chips until I moved to the US and then (laughs) you don't get a job. It's not on every street corner like it, you know, pretty much is in some parts of the UK. And actually, Jeffrey knows because I enjoyed this with him, was lunch at the Rosen Crown Pub Terrace, where they serve one of the finest fish and chips I've ever had. So yes, very, very much recommend that if you're craving a little bit of, you know, a little bit of the UK or some fish and chips. I have to say, I'm going to jump in because I was with Dave the first time he had the fish and chips wow. um, from the terrace. So oh, really? Suspense oh, man, was in the awesome. air. <laughs> it was all very dramatic. Are they going to be as good as the UK? There were so many questions. There was buzz in the air. People were dying for Dave's thoughts and it, it passed muster. <laughs> and it was a big thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> But somewhere else as well, a beautiful spot outside the parks actually is Geyser Point at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. It's on the edge of um, water and it's just a wonderful place to enjoy relaxing food and drink with family and friends, particularly at sunset. It's amazing. Uh, We love a relaxing food and drink at the Walt Disney World Resort. Dave, is there anything hidden, any hidden experience? So we've covered great lounging, great cocktails, and great fish and chips. Any experience that you think people may be running to the parks and they may miss something completely amazing? Yes, something I just discovered is how you can frequently at Walt Disney World discover a completely fresh angle on something you thought you already knew. I was walking from Harambe Village in Disney's Animal Kingdom towards Expedition Everest and we were just looking at some kind of little areas on the right hand side as you've got the tree of life beyond the water that you just hadn't potentially explored before and it was early in the morning and the sun had risen and suddenly got this incredible view of the tree of life reflected in the smooth water, got the most amazing photograph and realized You always have to just give yourself that moment to look at some favorites from a fresh angle because I think, you know, Walt Disney World is full of those and they can be so great and personal. You just need to stop and give yourself that moment. Wow, that's such great advice. I do feel like, though, for Jeffrey on a Disney cruise, he knows every nook and cranny. He's experienced experienced it every way you can. Dave could totally give me a run for my money on cruise tips because (laughs) Dave has been on way more Disney cruises than I have. I'm 99% sure. I didn't think that was physically possible. I'm not sure it is. (laughs) (laughs) While we're here, I have a Toni Morrison confessional that Toni has not been on a Disney cruise before yet. Neither has Sherry. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Okay. We're adding this to the wish list for 2021 and beyond. D23 Inside Disney at Sea. I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. You heard oh, it here first. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, let's cap off the interview with another one of Dave's faves. You've been at Disney for quite a while now, so I imagine it's hard to pick one. But if you had to pick your favorite Disney memory, what would it be? Besides meeting me on the Disney Magic, I know. <laughs> I mean, that was amazing. We crossed the Atlantic on that ship, but that was an incredible incredible experience but i've got to say moving to orlando to take up this job that has been amazing and heading up the public relations at walt disney world this is a dream job but something i will always say you know sharing disney parks with family and friends and just about 18 months ago i had a chance to go to disneyland paris with my cousin and his family and seeing our parks through new eyes and particularly you know youngsters who haven't seen it before 
it's just the most magical experience. And I got to play kind of fairy godfather all weekend and uh, show everybody the magic. So, yeah, that to me, you can't beat that. Yeah. Oh, amazing. I love that. And I love that duty. Well, Dave, thank you for joining us and thank you for sharing some great fun tips. I'm looking forward to the shrimp and grits you'll be sending to Sherry and all of us <laughs> via FedEx. I'm sure that keeps really well. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and we hopefully will get to see you again real soon or at least hear you on our podcast again soon. I look forward to it. Thank you so much for having me. This has been great. Thanks, Dave. Uh, I love talking to Dave. He's been a fantastic friend. And now I just want to get back on a Disney cruise ship really is. <laughs> uh, I, I want that for you too. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I did mention at the top of the show, but I, a few people I wanted to give shout outs to who've been reaching out to me and, and sometimes Tony and, and, and me on Twitter, uh, Rafael Rojas, O'Flaherty Events, Julie McCoy. I'm pretty sure that's not her real name. Uh, Amuri Point and Peter Henry. I'm pretty sure I'm thinking I got everyone's names right, but I did want to say thank you always for reaching out yeah. to us on the socials. It's fun connecting and hearing what you guys think. So thank you Yay. for that. And thanks for listening. Love that. And thanks, Mom, also for listening. <laughs> I know she is. <laughs> she didn't reach out to me on social. What? <laughs> she will. Okay. Okay. I love it. We love tweets from Mom. <laughs> well, Thanks again, everybody, for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, hashtag D23 Inside Disney, of course. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all-new episode of D23 Inside, Inside Disney. Disney.